Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Erios. Hi, I'm Maribel May, and you're listening to the second season of the Complete Woman series, Complete Joy. Make sure to check out the follow-up series, The Complete Man, a spin-off, The Complete Wedding, and coming December 3rd, The Complete Christmas. The Complete series is now a part of the Erios Network and available wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy! Episode 5, Creativity, Turning Uninspired Olga into Fertile Flora. Greetings and welcome back to Complete Joy with Maribel May. You've completed chapters 1 through 4. You may be noticing shinier hair, glowing skin, and an all-around more giddy attitude. Either Maribel's techniques are working for you, or you may be pregnant. Either way, congratulations! Now, let's dive into Chapter 5, Discovering Your Passion Without Intimidating Your Husband. When I was a little girl with no meals to cook, dishes to clean, or seams to mend, I would spend much of my day staring up at the sky, at those white, fluffy mounds called clouds. Now, I hadn't learned the word for clouds yet, or the scientific definition of what they were whipped cream piles that fell off God's pineapple downside-up cake. So to me, they could be anything. A dog, a parrot, a tree, a ballerina, a dead fish. I would make up stories in my mind about these clouds and the wonderful adventures they would go on. I'd stare at the sky for days sometimes. My parents never seemed to wonder where I was, what with father working as a nighttime door-to-door door salesman, and mother, carving Bible verses into the walls. Looking back, I find their disinterest in me upsetting, but how grateful I am for that freedom. Why, if I weren't up a tree, I was down a well. And if I weren't down a well, I was up a tree. And if I weren't down a well or up a tree, I was stealing turnips from Mr. McGregor's garden. He used to call me Maribel the Menace. I think we all share childhood memories like these. The boredom, the whimsy, the freedom. Looking at the clouds all day I sat. Nothing to do but look. No, I'm not singing, you guys. But today, between my household chores, the PTA meetings, and not talking to my appliances, I barely have time to run a brush through my leg hair, let alone stare at the clouds. How do you think Freck would like it if he came home from a hard day's work being a paperwork lawyer? to no dinner on the table and his loopy wife out in the yard, barefoot, staring at the sky. I don't think he'd be pleased. He'd probably accuse me of being a witch. Or worse yet, have me committed. Again. It's perfectly natural that as we grow up, we lose our frivolous tendencies. 
We need to survive, after all. Why, I used to run around butt-naked dancing to Chattanooga Choo Choo in my living room while my parents had company over, but I was 15 or 16 years old. I couldn't get away with that at my age. Believe me, there'd be a little too much choo-choo if you know what I mean. For most of my adult life, I've been what I call Serious Maribel. Instead of singing, I nag. Instead of dancing, I clean. Instead of writing poems, I write to-do lists. I've been a very functional person, but not a very fun functional person. It wasn't until I took my little forced recess to St. Monica's Institute for Tired Women that I actually had a little time to stop and stink the roses. And wow, they stink great. All that creative energy I had been suppressing for years came rushing back to me. I couldn't control it. I felt like I was going to explode a rainbow. I twirled through the halls like a Tasmanian devil. I painted the walls, and when I ran out of paint, I used my own blood. Now, I've never been trained at piano, but I went right up to that baby grand in the common room and started pounding on the keys like a gorilla in heat. The staff had to sedate me just to get me to stop. It was terrific. And I know I'm not the only woman yearning for a passion. Just listen to this letter I received. Dear Maribel, for several years, my husband Greg and I have been stuck in a middle-aged rut. Why, the most exciting part of our days was going to bed. Imagine my surprise when one morning my husband announced out of the blue he was going to take flying lessons. Well, this wasn't like Greg. Greg was the type of man who loved mayonnaise sandwiches, hold the bread for lunch. Now, being the spunky woman I am, I wasn't going to let my husband fly off without me. I wanted to join in on the fun, but without access to a plane, I had to get creative. I fashioned a pair of wings out of floral drapes and took to the backyard to practice flying. Of course, the first day I only lifted a few inches off of the ground, but by the second week I was off and soaring. A few bumps and bruises notwithstanding, it was wonderful fun. And you can imagine my husband's surprise when he looked out of the window of his Cessna Skylark and saw his little wife sailing alongside. Needless to say, it took our marriage to new heights. Love, flying Franny. Now, I know leading a more creative life can seem daunting to many of you boring women out there, but here are a few simple steps to get you started. Number one, identify your passion. Whether it's dance, creative baking, writing, drawing pictures of horses, or pottery, there's many creative pursuits that will enhance your life and bring you one step closer to complete joy. Now, many of you say, but Maribel, there isn't a creative bone in my body. Well, I can think of one person who might be able to help you with that. You! But not this old bag of bones version of you. Your inner child. Sit in a peaceful setting, light a fire, have a few jugs of wine, and I guarantee your inner child will reveal herself to you. And she just might have a few ideas on how to get you started on your creative journey. Here's just a little conversation I had with my inner child, Maribel. Well, hello, little Maribel. Hi, big Maribel. Now, Maribel, what are some of your favorite things to do? I like to eat chocolate, I like to ballet, and I love to catch butterflies with my hands. Enjoy it while it lasts, because as you get older, you have no time for those things. We don't? No, we're too busy. Too busy doing what? Why, we're cooking and cleaning and raising children and... 
and doing things in the bedroom with our husband. What about the fun times? There are certain fun times, but they're different. You know, the fun times when everyone's in bed and you sneak out to the fridge and eat the remaining chocolate cake. Oh, gee. I don't want to grow up. Well, you have to, Maribel. I won't. I won't turn into you. I won't. What's wrong with me? Why, you're not young. You're not carefree. And you don't seem to care about the things you used to. Well, a lot of people tell me I don't look a day over 22. You don't look a day over 40. Maribel, you're a brat. You are too. I'm not a brat. Yes, you are. I'm a nice lady. I'm a nice lady too. You're just a little bitch. Well, you're a big one. Oh, now I remember why I never liked you. Well, I don't like who I turn into. So you know what? I might just play with the knives tonight. Oh, Maribel. Well, you have fun with your knives and one thing before I go. What's that, Maribel? Tonight, your parents are having company over. You'll get it into your tiny little brain that you need to go out into the shed and light the packing excelsior on fire. Don't do it. It ruins everything. Uncle Bernie is burnt to a crisp. There's packing excelsior in the barn. Maribel, come back. Step number two. Once you've identified your creative passion, you have to practice. Now, since singing is not my creative passion, and I haven't always wanted to be a singer but have been too scared, I thought I might take a stab at penning a little play. Now, I'm no Shakespeare, but I do love a neck ruffle. Since I'm not allowed to have male friends, I decided to cast my play with my appliances. I know, I know, I'm not supposed to be talking with my appliances anymore. But this is all make-believe anyway, so it's not crazy. Besides, Freck's at work, and what he doesn't know won't hurt him, or send me back to the infirmary. Take a listen to my play, and keep in mind, it was just a dress rehearsal. And only I hold the key to this, the lone room atop the only turret of my castle. <laughs> I'm a princess and I'm trapped up here and I'm cold because I'm wearing nothing but a silk robe. I'm trapped up in this tower. Woe is me. Oh, woe. Oh, hark. Oh, no. And who is this coming around the bend? Maribel, it is I, Renaldo, the convection oven. If you will be mine forever, I will bake you a cake inside of myself. Prince Ronaldo, the convection oven? Hello, my love. Is that you? It is none other. Could you feel the heat from my electric coils? I feel it right through my little nighty. Let me set myself on broil and come over here and simmer with me. Well, I'm stuck up in this turret, you see, and I need someone to rescue me. That is why I am here. Well, but why would you want to rescue little old me? Because you are the woman of my dreams. Every single day when you would come into the kitchen, I would see you and beg of you to open my door. And when you didn't, a little part of me died. But today, I have come for you. Well, what would you say would be my, your favorite physical attribute about me? I would say it's that you have the soft skin of a Catholic. <gasps> Rinaldo, my goodness. Well... The witch will be back any minute. 
I will hide behind the door. If the witch comes in, you can push her into me. And I will burn her alive. Maribel, if you will come with me, I will promise you there will be no chunks in anything you ever make again. Now, wait a minute. Who's that prancing around the corner on his steed? It couldn't be Prince Ken, the seven-speed blender, could it? Well, you called it correct, my princess. You absolutely called it. But one problem with what you said. I have had a spell placed on me by that same evil witch. And unfortunately now, instead of seven speeds, I only have six. <gasps> oh, Prince Ken, how terrible. And we all know the seventh speed was the best. Oh, yes. But please don't bring up mixing because I'm not able right now. Well, maybe if you rescued me and we went to find the witch, she would give you back your seventh speed. You know, you've given me hope that someday I will regain that mixing capability. Will you come with me? Leave this parapet with me now. It's a turret. Leave this turret with, with... Wait a minute, Ronaldo? I'll be behind the door. I don't understand how, how he beat me to the punch. However, the fact that I'm here must tell you something. Well, I guess I could jump from the tower and land in your vertical bowl. My vertical bowl, as though it has been manufactured from the most primitive of hands, to hold your lovely visage within. Please, I will remove my very sharp stainless steel blades so you may land softly. Wow, what great riding. But Hark, who's that? Yeah, I'm, I'm down here. Prince Ron, the microwave oven, is that you? Of course it is, my damsel in distress. Are you here to rescue me, little old me, Princess Maribel? I want to take you home and slather you in a princess garland. I want to put a sash on you that says, most interesting princess. <gasps> oh my goodness. Just climb down the walls and we'll get out of here faster than anybody else could do it. You want me to climb the walls? Are, are you saying you think I'm not only beautiful, I'm also intelligent and physically capable? It's mostly what I'm saying, yeah. Well, I don't know who to choose. <clears throat> oh, choose me. Uh, over here, remember this. <clears throat> I baked you a cake. <gasps> Hold on a minute. I've got a crazy idea. What's that, Prince Ron? What if we all work together to get rid of that goddamned witch? I think I know what you're saying. When she comes in, Maribel, you can push her in to Ken, who will chop her up. I'll create a diversion by putting in some tinfoil up in my microwave oven. That's me. And I will let gas slowly seep out of me, and just in case she does not die, we can all die. <gasps> oh, I'll go down with the ship. Now that's romance. Just like a Romeo y Julieta. Here she comes. I hear her footsteps creaking down the hallway. Oh, let's see which key is it. I always forget. I gotta get me one of those uh, little, uh, little color-coded keys. Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh. oh, I've just been napping. 
Here's your daily sandwich. Well, thank you so much. Hey, you have a little crumb on your blouse. I'm so embarrassed. Come over here to the window. I'll brush it off of you. Okay. Oh! Oh! She's dead. She's dead. Ring the bells. The witch is dead. I'm dying too from gas exposure. Rinaldo, no! I killed myself like Sylvia Plath will. Uh, that tinfoil circuited my shorts. Ken, no! I'm fine. In fact, I'm better than ever. The spell has been lifted and now I can mix with you. Oh, what a miracle. It looks like Prince Ken has been transformed from a seven-speed blender into a seven-speed lover. Oh, yes. And I still make the same sounds. Shall we ride into the sunset? Yes. Together we will frappe ourselves to death. And you'll help with the housework? I'm sorry, I'm a little uh, deaf in this ear. And you'll also help with the housework. I, uh, let's, we can discuss that later. Let's just get going. I think these two are about arousing a little bit. They might not quite be dead. Let's get the hell out of here. And that's good enough for me. Now, once you've identified your passion and practiced your passion, it's time for step three. Hiding your art. You have to make sure your husband does not find it. Here are some places I like to hide my art. In a hole. In my oven. In Freck's sock drawer, if I'm feeling dangerous. Up the chimney. In a hollowed out tree trunk. Underneath the dog's bed. In the orange juice container. In my child's lunch. In my neighbor's vehicle. In my mind. Where do you hide your art? One more perk of having a creative passion is that it can take the place of a vice, such as eating. I got together with the strange women from my diet group and we decided to do a fun little craft with our favorite foods. It beats eating them, doesn't it, gals? Take a listen. Well, hi, gals. Welcome to my home again. It's great to see all of your friendly faces. I hope you all had great weeks. Let's go around the circle and check in. My week so far has been great. Um, my boss let me answer the phone and that was pretty great. He told me that my voice is pretty neutral in terms of you, you can't really tell if it's a guy or a gal. So he said, don't give my skirt away. Feel free to say hello and hold on. It just feels good to have some responsibility. Well, your boss sounds like a very intelligent gentleman, and I think that's a good life lesson. Don't give your skirt away. Unless he marries you first, right, girls? It's wonderful being married. I don't understand because that's how I got married. You gave your skirt away? Absolutely. Well, that must be a cultural difference. Um, I Juanita, and my week was wonderful. Federico came home, and he gave me another diamond. Oh, he always gave me so many necklaces. I was like, Federico, again? Every night I've been wearing the necklace and a sexy dress, and it's been a wonderful week. You say the word sexy with such comfort. 
My week was very interesting. I have developed a new trick. Oh. As you know, have seven daughters and my one son, Tony. As a mother of eight, there are times, as much as I do not want to admit it, that I'm not sure what to say to them any longer. So I have started beginning around 1.30 to switch to red wine. And then I drink that for the rest of the day. And I have really, really found that tolerating the children is easier. Your teeth are pink. Are they? Actually, the whites of your eyes are pink as well. I've been having a lot of red wine. Well, we can tell. <laughs> so much wine. Are you all right? Well? Well, I hope we all had fun with my little project this week. Now let's go around and show our art and describe what it is. I'll start. <gasps> oh. Oh, my. It, that's a bee. It's a bee. A bumblebee? No. That's the devil. Uh, the devil? No. It's just a meatloaf, right? I worked 102 hours on this. This is a bust of my husband, Freck. Oh. I made it out of oats, canned corn, and spam. As you can see, this is his spam head. This is his oat body. And I'll turn him around here. I used chicken bones to make his ribs. Did you eat all of the chicken? I picked the chicken off the bones. I put it in a bag and then I buried it in the yard. I can't wait to see how many chickens grow. All right, Trish, let's hear from you. Well, here's mine. Thank you. As you can tell, it is a full body statue, you know, standing about 18 inches high of uh, St. Rita. You know, the patron saint of impossible cases. I'm not familiar. I guess I'll start at the beginning. She was having visions of the Blessed Virgin, and she went to her mother superior and asked if she could tell the Pope about it. The mother superior was very jealous, and she wanted the Lord to be visiting her. And so she believed that, that Rita, Sister Rita at this time, was lying, and she locked her in her room. But... Then the Lord did a wonderful, beautiful thing for her, and he gave her the stigmata. In her face and in her hands, she began to bleed in the shape of a crucifix. She went back to the Mother Superior and showed her her sacred marks, her sacred bloody wounds, and Mother Superior's hand was forced, and she was able to meet the Pope. Looks like you have something in common with St. Rita. But yours is a red wine stigmata. <laughs> it's really been useful, the wine. We know. The statue is made out of one of my favorite things to eat, strawberry icing. Strawberry icing is my impossible case, <laughs> in quotes, because I just love to go right into the fridge and take a scoop and eat it. It's my impossible case that I'm not going to eat this, and I put it in the freezer, and it's staying like a statue. I'm sure I'm going to eat it. I'm sure you are as well. Me too. Edna? Uh, okay, here it is. It's uh, still a little wet. It smells terrible. This was actually on accident. I was out of paper towel, so I put this piece of paper in my fridge. I was using it as a paper towel to catch some juices from a plate of brown meat that I had defrosting in my refrigerator. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, that was a hairball. <clears throat> Those bassets. And what is it exactly? It's just sort of an abstract brown town? Yeah. It is an abstract brown town. It's a series of smears. I think it's just whatever you kind of want, want it, and that's what it is. Thank you, Edna. That's very disgusting. Juanita? Well, I decided to make a map of 
Cuba so that you girls, my best friends, uh, could understand where I come from because I know it's a little hard. And so what I did was I got the vegetables from my garden and I didn't give any food to my family all week so that I could make this piece for you to understand. And so if you see the, the outline is made of carrots and my husband loves carrots, but I said, no, Federico, not this week. And now I'm going to do a very special thing to my project. I am going to rip it apart in front of you. Once I do this, I will have my citizenship. And then we'll know you're not a spy. It would be so hard for me to be a spy a spy because you see my bosoms attract a lot of attention here she goes okay here it goes oh. Oh. she's so strong i really appreciate that you're letting go of that other country and now i am just like you well you're closer oh, well except for those bosoms I had such fun doing this project, and I haven't shown Freck yet. But my plan is, tonight before he's home from work, I'm going to slip it under the covers in his place in bed. And then I'm going to see what happens. Good luck. Good luck with that. Good luck. And good luck to you. Thank you very much. I'm going to take these vegetables with me. You have completed Complete Joy, Chapter 5. Congratulations. You're one step closer to being the woman Maribel thinks you should be. This means you're moving on to the final chapter. Living your life to the fullest. Jump and the net will appear. Just make sure you crochet the net. You've been experiencing complete joy with Amanda Lund as Maribel May, Maria Blasucci as young Maribel, James Bladen as Ken the Seven Speed Blender, Matt Gourley as Ronaldo the Convection Oven, Mark McConville as Ron the Microwave, and announcer Mort Kleinman. Mary Grill as Religious Trish, Cass Bouget as Bassett Hound Edna, Rebecca Delgado-Smith as Busty Juanita. Stay tuned for one more episode of Complete Joy! Erios. Powered by ACAST. 